1: Now for our story. It was rather late in the evening. Peggy Douglas had come home after an evening spent with Nicholas Dorn, the young writer. Finding Aunt Mary's house dark, Peggy had gone down to the little house near the highway where Lefty Larkin lived. Lefty'd been very glad to see her. They'd talked for a little while about the past. At last, Peggy had confessed her real reason for coming down to see Lefty. She wanted to ask his advice. Looking at the girl he knew to be his daughter, Lefty had felt a surge of tenderness, as he said.
0: Lefty, you know how depressed I was a while back. Everything went wrong. There just didn't seem to be any point to things.
1: I sure do know. It made me feel pretty low, too. I hated to see you unhappy.
0: I'd get to feeling better, start forgetting all the things that had happened, and then something would bring it all back. I'd have to go through it all over again lately, I've been feeling a lot happier. Things began to mean something again.
1: Yes, I've noticed you seem much more cheerful these last few months.
0: Mm, I have been, Lefty. Ever since Nicholas Dorn came here. That's what I want to talk to you about. You see, something's happened.
1: What do you mean something's happened?
0: Lefty, remember when you came back from Chicago? After all that terrible misunderstanding.
1: I couldn't forget it if I wanted to.
0: It was a low point for all of us, I guess. But there was one night when we had a talk, you and I.
1: I remember that talk very
0: well. well. I told you then, Lefty, that you... you were the nearest thing to a father I'd ever known. It's still true.
1: You don't know how happy it makes me to hear you say that you couldn't possibly know.
0: And tonight... Well, I just feel as if I've got to talk to you. Nicholas is such a fine person. I couldn't go on without deciding. I do hope I haven't done the wrong thing. I suppose I ought to start from the beginning. Then maybe you'll understand. You see, when Nicholas first came here, I was still all mixed up about about Bill. Why, the very morning I met Nick was that time Ben Calvert talked to me said all those things. Someday I'm gonna
1: punch Ben Calvert's nose.
0: Oh, it wouldn't do any good even if you did. Aunt Mary says, I guess he just can't help himself.
1: It might not do him any good, but it would give me a lot of personal satisfaction.
0: Well, it doesn't matter anymore. At least I don't think it does. Anyway, what I started to tell you, at that time I felt so sensitive, so hurt. It was all I could do just to keep going.
1: You were pretty darn brave about it, if you ask me.
0: Well, I tried to be. But sometimes I felt as if I were... as if I were being torn in two. But then I began to feel a little better. And Nicholas helped a lot.
1: He's a fine boy, Peggy. I felt so from the beginning.
0: Yes, he is. And... Well, you see, Nick's experience was something like my own. I mean, he'd been hurt, too. He was trying to recover his equilibrium as I was trying to recover mine. So we used to have long talks. We got to know how we both felt about things. Of course, we didn't always agree.
1: (laughs) I've heard you two going at it hammer and tongs. But I knew it didn't mean anything. I figured you both had the same ideas, only you had different ways of expressing them, maybe.
0: Well, I wouldn't say we had the same ideas exactly. But we understood each other's point of view.
1: Well, any time you can reach the point of understanding the way the other fellow looks at a thing, you're out of the woods. That's just about the most important part of getting along with people.
0: I guess you're right.
1: Now, look at your Aunt Mary. She can always put herself in the other person's place, understand why they tick the way they do. That's what makes her such a wonderful person. Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know what I'd do without her. But that's one of the things that worry me now. Somehow, this is one time that I don't entirely agree with Aunt Mary.
1: Oh, well, don't worry about it. You'll get together sooner or later. You always do.
0: Yes, but... Well, anyway, I'll go on. About Nicholas. We've seen a lot of each other, as you know. Had a lot of fun. And the more we talked, the more a lot of Nicholas's ideas began to make sense to me.
1: What sort of ideas, Peggy?
0: Oh, you know about love and such. I think you've talked to him a couple of times. You know the sort of things he says.
1: Oh, sure. All that stuff about just being companions, not getting sentimental. That's right. But I've never put much stock in that. As much as told him one time, I thought he was talking through his hat.
0: You did? What did he say?
1: (laughs) Oh, he sort of club-dubbed around, spotted a lot of philosophical jabber. But it didn't bother me. Nicholas is too fine a person Too sensitive to really believe all that.
0: Well, yes, he is sensitive, Lefty, but I think you're wrong about his not believing what he says about marriage and love. He believes it heart and soul.
1: You mean to say he sold you on it? Look, Peggy, don't let him kid you. I know better. Remember that day I went over to the place on Kenmore Road with him? Yes. Well, if I ever saw a guy who was romantically inclined, Nicholas was that guy.
0: What do you mean, Lefty?
1: Well, he... He was showing me through the house. He was talking about all the improvements he planned to make. He'd say, I sort of thought it'd be nice to paint the kitchen yellow. Women like a cheerful kitchen. Then he looked sort of foolish and glanced at me quickly to see if I caught on. <laughs> he didn't sound much like a confirmed bachelor to me.
0: Oh, it's not that Nicholas believes in being a bachelor. No? Well, what makes you say that, Peggy? Well... I'm pretty sure that's all. Maybe I'd better finish telling you the story. Unless it's putting you to sleep.
1: Any time I go to sleep when you're talking to me, you'll know there's something seriously wrong.
0: All right, then. You see, when Nicholas first told me he didn't intend to go back to Hollywood, that he'd like to stay here in Wakefield, I was surprised. He'd always intended to return there.
1: I know he did when he first came. But it didn't surprise me when he decided not to.
0: And then one day he told me he'd found that little place. The one he showed you. He said he'd decided to buy it.
1: Sounds like a good idea to me.
0: Oh, it's a darling place. Of course, I thought he'd planned to live there by himself. And then he he told me he couldn't do it alone. Yes? He said that he needed companionship. Someone he could talk to. Someone to pull with him. Of course he does. Any man does. You see, all this time, I was trying to forget. Trying to pull myself together after the miserable trouble with Bill. The way he deceived me.
1: That's another guy I... Oh, no,
0: Lefty. Don't let's talk about it. All I meant was that it wasn't easy to stop thinking about it then. But the more I talked it over with Nicholas, the more it seemed to me that perhaps he was right. Perhaps... He had the answer to things, after all.
1: I'm certainly glad to hear you say that, Peggy.
0: The thing is, I know I seem awfully young to you and Aunt Mary, maybe. But to myself, I feel very grown up. I mean, I realize I have to begin thinking of the future, what I'm going to do with my life. Well, the only things I know how to do have something to do with making a home. Keeping house, gardening, sewing. That's the best
1: thing a woman can do. Make a home? That's what all the shooting's about. What you mean, Peggy, is that you're a normal, healthy girl with a natural desire for a home of her own.
0: I think you're right, Lester. That's what I want. And I, I think I could do a good job of it, too.
1: I know you could. And some young fella's gonna be luckier than he deserves. But that's only to be expected. Just as long as he's the right one.
0: The right one. That's it, Lefty. How can I be sure?
1: I think, Peggy, dear, you just have to look into your own heart. That's the only way you can know.
0: Look into my heart. But, Lefty, that's what I wanted to tell you. I have looked into my heart. And I'm not sure I know how to read what's there. You see, Lefty... Nicholas Dorn has asked me to marry him, and i would told him that I will. Do you think I was right, Lefty?
1: Ever since Peggy was a little girl, Lefty had hoped that someday Peggy would come to him, just as she had now, and would speak these words. What should he tell her? Could he be sure that his own judgment was wise?